There I was, waiting for the elevator. Pressed the button. Elevator took forever to come. And it was one of those hallways where there was like eight elevators. All of them on another floor. Not one on the floor I need. Fine. I'll wait. Keep waiting. Three days go by. There I am, still waiting for the elevator. Right before the elevator comes, someone walks up, and they press the button. The same button I already pressed three days ago. It's already lit up. Obviously, it's been pressed. I'm standing right here, but they press the button, and then the elevator comes instantly. Wow. They get on before me and then hold the door for me. Thanks. I have no idea what someone has been through. Let this be a lesson. I step on the elevator and I can't help but think to myself, where am I in my life and where is this person in their life that this moment was so much better for them? You don't ever just think about the timing of things? I waited three days for the elevator to come. This person walks up and boom, presses a button that's already been pressed. Ding dong. There's the elevator. Why is their moment going so much better than mine? Are they just in a better place in life? You ever just wonder if someone's in a better place in life than you are? Like your ex? I have no idea what my ex has been up to for the past, like, 10 years. Haven't even looked, haven't cared. Someone sent me a a link to her Instagram, and I didn't look. After a while, I couldn't fight it anymore. I took a peek. Just to see if she was in a better place in life. Sometimes you just got to check the scoreboard. See who's up. I'm going to be honest. That's all I was there for, was to check the scoreboard. And I did. It was petty, but I checked it. I went all through those pictures. You know what? I'm up 50. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. Look. I'm in the moment. They try to hold me down. I just be up in the next Yeah. Hey. Look. Stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. They try to hold me down. You just be happy that you up. Yeah. Can't be happy that you are. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 80. Yeah. We in the building another week, as always. Give it up for yourself. You could be anywhere in the world, yet you find yourself here with me for some reason. And for whatever that reason may be, I appreciate it. Buckle up. I got another hour for you. It's about to go down. I got to get into finding out that people are talking badly behind your back. People you didn't expect it from. How it hurts and how you deal with it. I got to get into being one with the universe in this way that's really weird and how I think it affects your life. I got to get into some things, man. So stick around. 
But before all that, like, why y'all keep getting on these crates, man? What's wrong with y'all? Every time something sweep the nation, everybody jumping on the trend, and now it's crates. These people out here breaking their necks, trying to walk up crates. It's a pyramid of crates. Somebody put their grandma on a crate for clout. Put air mattresses on both sides. I'm like, y'all done made grandma a WWF character for some likes. Yeah, I said F instead of E. I'm old school. I liked it better. Sorry. Get what them pandas talking about? I've been watching them, though. I can't stop. Every time I see somebody walking up a crate, I got to know how it ends. Feel ashamed by it. Posted that on Twitter. A few people were like, Mo, when are you going to do it? Where can we go? What are you talking? I've never said I was going to do it. I'm never doing it. I'm at the age where I just tell you, yes, I can do it. And that's it. They're like, no, but you know, there's no buts. Yes, I can do it. Doesn't mean I'm going to. Not breaking my neck for likes. Never wanted to be like that bad. Gonna be honest with you. I saw stores making crates, 99 cent, two for one. I'm like, y'all gonna add to this? <laughs> they was walking up crates in prison. Where they get the crates from? Like, they be having too much fun in prison. <laughs> Has anybody else seen social media lately and felt like they having mad fun in prison? I'm not hating. I'm just saying. They TikToking, dancing together. Don't seem as bad in there as I thought it was when I was a kid and they did the little behind the scenes with me when they tried to scare me straight. Don't seem that bad. They ain't telling me you could TikTok. And walk up crates. Nobody said that. Everybody's saying, stop walking up the crates. I don't care, man. Keep walking up the crates. I'm watching. Every time I'm watching somebody break their neck. But shout out to the young lady that did it first and did the split at the end. She deserves some credit. Shout out to the woman who did it in heels. Amazing. My guy who did it rolling a blunt also. Tip my hat to you. Everybody else, you're late to the party. And stop doing it on concrete and thinking you did something. Okay, they're doing it in grass. If it's not in grass, then get off your ass. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. That actually didn't make any sense. It rhymed, and I tried to, like, bring it in that moment and failed. But that's exactly what y'all are doing when y'all are posting these videos, walking up these crates on concrete. Has to be done on the grass. Put your grandma up there. Put whoever you want up there. I am going to keep watching. Ask me if I can do it. The answer is yes. Will I? That answer is no. Now let's get into why I'm mad. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get through. Make it to the next day. Yo, Keep your head you ever have somebody go out their way to tell you that they have something that you have on? Yo, man. Yo, I have that shirt. Yo, I have those. Oh, yo, I just bought that. Hey. Hey, man, I don't care. <laughs> Hey, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why are you telling me that you have what I have on? I've never looked at you as a mannequin. I've never looked at you and said, whatever he has on, I want that. I don't want to know that you have what I have. Now I'm never wearing it again. Never saw you as like a model of what I want to be and how I want to look. 
how disappointed I am in myself that I picked this out now. I was enjoying this shirt, this night, everything. Here you go. I have that. Well, my night's done. Why do you... <laughs> Why do people think that that's a compliment? It's not. I'm so bad at that. There's been times I've been at a store and I picked out something to wear. You know how you walk around the store with a few shirts you pick, try to find some other stuff? I've seen, like, somebody else walking around the store with the same shirt I picked, put the shirt right back. Nah, never mind. I don't know why, but it's it's like offensive to me when... I have something on and someone else has it. I'm like, wait, no. No, I'm supposed to be the only one. No, you're not supposed to like the same shirt. Must not be a great shirt. I don't want to wear the same thing that you have on, and I don't want you to tell me that I'm wearing the same thing you've had on. Pretty much that simple. Who's next? I'm mad at smartphones again. To be smartphones, they really do some dumb shit. Feel the same way about smart people. Guess it's just the way it goes. But one of the mistakes that my phone has constantly made in my life is spell check. And I don't know why, but my phone has turned a simple SMH, shake my head or shaking my head, into Amy one too many times. Damn. Y'all be in a relationship with a not-so-secure person? Try to get off, yo, that was a wild night last night, babe. Amy, what? Who the fuck is Amy? Soon as you get that, it's over. There's no explaining to your significant other, to your beautiful queen, that you don't know no Amy. Your smartphone just did some dumb shit. That was shaking my head. No, it wasn't. You don't even shake your head. I've never seen you shake your head. Now all of a sudden you want to shake a head. Who the fuck is Amy? That's a difficult situation to get out of, man. I don't ever want to be there. But I have been. I've been trying to explain who Amy was for three months in my life because my phone pretends that SMH is not a thing. Who's next? I'm mad at the way that my fake ID situation ended as a teen. This was brought to my attention today on Jaden Moe. The throwback song of the day was Tipsy by Jaquan. Some of you are that old, you'll remember that. And for some reason after that, we started talking about fake IDs. And if you've ever had a fake ID, and I had one, I remember it like it was yesterday because I ain't that damn old. <laughs> Anytime you start remembering something like it was yesterday, oh, you getting up there. When you're young, like it really was yesterday. When you're remembering it like it was, kind of admitting to yourself, you're over the hill, but that's not here nor there. I had the fake ID from North Carolina. Around here, we do it North Carolina style. Little movie called The Wood, that's for some of you. And I don't know why, but at that time, I think I was 19, 20. Everybody was getting the North Carolina fake ID. It was like the smart thing to do. I remember doing the research on this. Like, yo, where should I be from? What should my name be? How off should you be with the birthday? I was like that kid. It's like Ocean's 14, Ocean's 21, trying to get a fake ID. 
They told me to be Marion from North Carolina. <laughs> I was like, all right. And I did it. Had the dude come over. He had a blanket, hung it up on the garage door. It was all professional. And the funny thing about it, it worked. I didn't use it all the time. I didn't want to push my luck. But the few times I used it, it worked. But the way it ended was memorable for me. And I hadn't thought about this in a long time. But the funny thing about it, because it's funny how life works, literally days before my 21st birthday. I mean, when I say days, I mean days. Like my birthday was Monday and this party was Friday. Everybody was going to be at this party. And I was one of those kids where everyone in my class was always older than me because of where my birthday is. So when you got to that that borderline, that 2021 era, all my friends been 21. I couldn't go anywhere unless I came with my fake ID. But this night, I just knew I was going to be lit because it was my first time in the big boy spot. I'm really 21. Well, at least in two days I am. So we all get there. All my friends get in. They calling me from the inside. Yo, it's the craziest party ever. You're never in your life going to believe who's here. You don't want to miss this one. My friend is on the phone like he's a party promoter. The guy looks at my ID and literally immediately goes, yo, this is fake. Like he was insulted by the fact that I would even give him this bullshit identification. Yo, this is fake. I said, yo, no, it's not. <laughs> hey, why is that always the go-to when you know good and damn well you caught? Huh? Everybody want to be shaggy in that moment. I tried to, like, make my voice deeper. Yo, my guy. <laughs> There's nothing fake about it. I don't know why I slowed my voice down at an accent. It was weird. He's like, yo, this is fake. I'll run it through the machine if you want me to, playboy. And the, and the, and the energy he gave me. I was like, nah, it's cool. Just give back, man. It's fake. <laughs> you don't need, no need to bring the machine out. No, it's fine. And I was like, yo, listen, man. I tried to reason with him at that point. Yo, this is going to sound crazy, right? <laughs> but the truth is, I'm actually not marrying from North Carolina. Yo, I know. I know. This is who I really am. And I told him. Who I was, and I showed them my real ID, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to be 21 on Monday. I just want to get in here and celebrate my birthday. This man looked at me and said, you're too young. <laughs> I said, you got to be. Hey, I tried to come back around for another shot. Hey, man, it's going to sound crazy, right? But I really am marrying. <laughs> he wouldn't let me in. And I, I didn't get in. I had to go somewhere else. I'll never know how crazy that party really was or how much of that was just my homeboy hyping it, but they wouldn't let me in when my real birthday was in two days, and that was the only time I ever got caught with my fake ID two days before my real birthday, and that's also the first time I've ever seen someone rip something that I thought was laminated. I don't know if he was Iron Man or what the fuck, but it was impressive. Who's next? I went to the movies the other day. We all got things we miss because of the pandemic. Some of the obvious things, I miss my family, my friends, traveling, things like that. Outside of that, 
I'm an introvert, so it wasn't too bad for me. But I do miss going to the movies. I don't know what it is. Something about it, I've always liked going to the movies. I think the introvert in me and the anti-socialness in me likes going to the movies because you don't ever have to worry about talking. Just enjoy the movie. It's dark. I can lean back and do my thing. And in recent times, I've discovered that it's tough for me to go to the movies for that exact reason. Those seats, a little too comfortable, man. Start going to these spots where you could lean back, get your Fat Joe on. Speaking of Fat Joe, that's an amazing beard. I know I tore some people up last week for the beards. You got to give credit where it's due. That's an amazing beard Fat Joe has. I mean, it's perfect. Fat Joe's beard and Jalen Rose's hairline are both equally perfect. Enough to make you hate. I mean, Fat Joe's beard looks like it's attached to his jacket. I've never seen no shit like that in my life. Just a side note. Way to go, Fat Joe. Back to it. But the seats lean back. It gets dark. Your feet are in the air. Past your head. Anytime my feet go past my head, I'm going to sleep. That has to be one hell of a movie. I don't know why anybody thinks I'm going to be up during this movie once my feet are past my head. But I went to the movies. There I was. And I had a moment. I was rusty and going to the movies, apparently. Technology is going somewhere I wasn't prepared for. Sitting in a seat, eating my popcorn, having a drink, feet in the air like I just don't care. And start to realize I'm hot, like hot as fuck, burning up. Can't figure out why. I mean, I'm sweating. I'm uncomfortable. I'm like really hot. I'm like, who turned the heat up in here? This is ridiculous. feel like Nelly. About to take off all my clothes. And I look around and I realize that I'm the only one on this energy. Everybody else is cool as a fan. Chilling. Eating popcorn, carrying on with the movie. Why am I the only one sweating profusely? And I start to think this is like an age thing. Really am getting old. Just sweating the movies for no reason? And it didn't feel hot in the room. I just felt hot. Which is a weird feeling if you know what I mean. Hard to explain. Like the environment didn't feel like a hot one, but I'm burning up. Faith Evans style. Cooking. And finally, I go to hit my little seat button. I'm about to land and go talk to someone or at least step outside in the hallway because I don't want whatever's about to happen to happen in front of all these people. And accidentally... I hit the wrong button. I didn't realize there were two of them. When I hit that second button, the light went from red to blue. And immediately, I felt refreshed. I said, oh. <laughs> Holy shit. There's personal air conditioning on these seats. When I tell you how that air started to kick up from the seat when I saw the blue light, this is what I felt. I don't know if y'all been in the movies in a while or to the movies like this. I ain't never been to a movie. I know I probably sound crazy to some bougie person out there, but listen, this is my first time being to the movies and having personal air conditioning and personal heat. And I looked around and everybody else's light was blue. I said, no wonder. No wonder. I was dying. It took me 30 minutes to figure this out. 
I was cooking watching a movie. For those wondering, I went to see Don't Breathe 2. It was cool. Who's next? I saw a headline the other day that they're offering ramen noodles in prison to all prisoners who get the vaccination. All prisoners who get the shot will receive ramen noodles. All right. Some people were like, that's cool. Give them some motive and give them some food. Some people were like, wow, that's what that's what we're doing. Feel however you feel. I don't much get into the politics of things. But what caught my attention wasn't that they were giving these prisoners ramen noodles for getting the shot. They were giving them shrimp. What? Might as well give me nothing. I don't know about y'all. But when I was a ramen noodler, I wasn't eating shrimp. If you ain't give me chicken, who eats the shrimp? I mean, you eat the shrimp if that's all that's there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad, but nah, if you're going to be giving a, giving it away, like, yo, you got to do chicken. Everybody know that. Who wants the shrimp? Who's next? Speaking of prison, let's get in the shout out. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. She get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking. Shout out to Grant Williams. I was watching a podcast that was featuring this gentleman who just got out of prison about a year ago. He was wrongfully convicted for a murder uh, 25 years ago. He was 25 years old, and he was sentenced to 25 to life for a murder they knew he did not commit. And he just came home, and he was doing a podcast telling his story. And, of course, so many things go through your mind when you listen to the story of a man who was wrongfully convicted and had to spend 25 years of his life in prison at 25 years old. Half of his life in prison, his youth gone. So much you miss in those times. He had children. He didn't get to see them grow. He didn't see 25 years of their life. Family members you lose. They don't let you go to the funeral. You can't hug them. The life. That you lose, period. Who knows what you would have done with those years. It's just so much. I can't imagine being in prison, period. I damn sure can't imagine being in prison knowing you did nothing wrong. I'm big on crime docs. I always stumble across stories like these where you learn about somebody who was wrongfully convicted and ended up having to spend time in prison. And sometimes they get out, a lot of the time they don't. Maya Moore comes to mind with her story and what she did. But it's just crazy. When you think about it, of course, you get some money. If you get out, who really cares about the money? It just can't compare to the years lost. But this man said something that was interesting to me. He said a lot of things that were interesting to me, actually. But one thing that really stuck was he said at the time that he was locked up in the 90s, this was a thing. They were just arresting people knowing that they didn't commit these crimes simply because they just needed people to pay. This was huge then. So when he got locked up in front of his lawyer, they told him, yo, we know you didn't do it. And he was like, what? Because they was trying to give him 25 to life. He was like, I'm not doing that. I didn't do it. And they was like, yo, we know you didn't do it. So take this 10 piece. Call it a day. They literally told him that in front of his lawyer. He's looking at his lawyer like, you heard that, right? Doesn't matter. The system is the system. They want you, they got you. Once they put those cuffs on you, it is what it is. And it was heartbreaking to hear 
that you could be a whole human being and have that little compassion, morals, principles, any of that, honor, whatever. Look at a man that you know is innocent and offer him 10 years in prison. That's the rest of his life, one way or another, for something you know good and damn well he didn't do. That's a system that was created and in a lot of ways we still deal with today. And it sucks. And I'm praying for anyone who was wrongfully convicted and did time or is still doing time. Because I literally and genuinely can't imagine. It's fucked up. God bless and shout out to Grant Wayne. Shout out to Jim Thorpe. Probably don't know who that is. Don't worry about it. I didn't either. I have a group text with a couple of my friends that I talk about often. And I talk about it a lot because it leads to situations like these that are just hilarious. There's no other way to describe it. There I was having a conversation with one of my dudes about who's the greatest athlete of all time. If you are not a sports fan, stick around. It won't matter. I promise you. (laughs) And I naturally said, I can see why you would argue Bo Jackson, but I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm a Deion Sanders guy. But I do believe the argument is between Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. And I get either one. Just my opinion. If you are a sports fan, I don't want smoke, man. But it's between Deion and Bo for me. My other dude jumped in there and was like, yo, Now we got to talk about Jim Thorpe. And he brought Jim Thorpe to a conversation that was about Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. (laughs) And the irony in it was amazing. And I love this guy, and I honor his opinion in anything. So I looked Jim Thorpe up because I figured I had to know about Jim Thorpe. And, yes, I found out that Jim Thorpe has a lot of credentials. He's done a lot of amazing things. He's a great athlete. But you know the problem? Jim Thorpe was balling in the 1800s, fam. Why is he bringing Jim Thorpe up when we're talking about Bo Jackson? I only bring this up to say, I have never in my life seen anything like this. Jim Thorpe is so fucking old. That was like a joke, right? How old is he? I looked him up on Wikipedia, and I promise y'all, it said his birthday is May 22nd, or 28th, fuck if we know, 1887. <laughs> I'm not joking. If you think I'm playing, look it up yourself. I have never looked someone up, and they ain't even know their birthday. Don't ever bring up an athlete to a conversation when they're not even sure of his birthday. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you that he was the greatest athlete ever if he was doing whatever he was doing in 1643. I'm never going to tell you that he's a better athlete than LeBron James. I'm sorry. (laughs) No disrespect to Jim Thorpe, but Wikipedia, that's disrespectful. Learn the man's birthday. Damn. All right, let's get down to business. We got to talk about Shikari Richardson. Listen, when we get down to business, we got to discuss the things going on in the celebrity world. And this just happens to be one of them. I am not going to tear her down. 
you're not familiar with who Shakari Richardson is, she is track and field athlete who was supposed to run in the Olympics and represent the country. She currently holds the record for being the sixth fastest woman ever. And she didn't get to run in the Olympics because she was smoking weed. Now, there was big talk on her at one point. People were taking sides. Yo, if you're an Olympic athlete, you should never be smoking weed. Period. You knew what you had. You knew what you were up against. You knew what you needed to do. There were people who were like, yo, she's young. It's a lot of pressure. Her mom just passed away. No, they didn't really have a relationship, but it's a lot. She hit a blunt. It shouldn't matter. Doesn't affect her as an athlete. It was legal. Let it rock. Whatever side you fall on, fine. She didn't get to run in the Olympics. Suspended. So now all the ladies line up to run the 100 after the Olympics. She's one of them. Believe it was nine ladies. The same woman from Jamaica who kicked ass in the Olympics. I believe they won one, two, and three. We're not playing with her. So you know what happened? She smoked weed and they smoked her. That's just what happened. She came in ninth of nine. She looked like she hit full speed. And then the rest of them stopped playing with her. You know they ain't like that girl. They mad. She getting all the attention. She making TikToks. Being cocky. Didn't even get to run in the Olympics. Meanwhile, Jamaica was smoking. They weren't playing with her. So they smoked her. They made Shikari a a pack online. (laughs) Get you a Shikari pack. They said she was running in Tim's. She disappointed everybody. That's just the truth. She did. I don't know if she wasn't working hard, if she wasn't focused. She needed to be humbled. Either way, she'll be back for sure. I believe she will be. I believe that she has been humbled, and this is the moment she needed to come back full speed and be better. But for now, I hope that she takes this lesson in because she disappointed a lot of people. Nike, women, women with weave, weaves, black people, Jason Richardson, Quentin Richardson, Richard Gere, anyone named Richard, anyone who's a son, a lot of people. I just hope she takes this moment to be humbled and come back stronger. You got this. Who's next? Kanye West is at it again. Hey, man, this man is a, he's different. He's a marketing genius. If nothing else, it's working. Say what you want, but in his newest endeavor, as he's beefing with Drake, Kanye is having his entire childhood home in Chicago, the home he grew up in. He's having it built in a stadium. It's a replica of his childhood home. And it's being built in the center of Soldier Field Stadium. Great. But the way my mind works, I was thinking to myself, damn, let me think of my childhood home. He's rebuilding it in a stadium. Fam, I could rebuild it in my apartment. (laughs) That home I remember? Hey, (laughs) a stadium? Now we could have rebuilt that right at the comedy club on the corner. Same shit. You know, stadium. Kanye dreams ain't going to be like mine. He ain't come from where I come from. That's dope, though. That's some innovative shit, for sure. Who's next? Shout out to NSYNC. <laughs> Giving NSYNC a shout out, not necessarily for the group, because I've been in sync with the universe. <laughs> it's really a thing. I don't know if this has ever happened to y'all, but back here lately, I have this, this weird thing going on where I just feel in sync with the universe. I don't know what it means or if it means anything. 
it's to the point where if I'm hanging out with my friends and I bring up a random celebrity, the moment I log on Instagram, it's the first celebrity I see. Or if I bring up a store, we're on the highway, and then boom, that store is on a billboard. Just a lot of different coincidences. In weird ways, that could really simply be just that, coincidences. But it was funny when last week I told the joke about Travis Kelsey cutting his beard and then going from Trav back to Travis. A lot of women were disappointed. My youngest sister texted me immediately. Yo, let everybody know I'm out of that fan club. I'm gone. His beard is gone. I'm gone. And so I made a little parody song letting all of the men with beards know, yo, we're not the same. Watch how you talk to a baby face. You know? Hits. And it just was funny that I don't know why I made that parody song. The night before, Travis Kelsey's situation came up. I was talking about it, and somebody was like, yo, you got to talk about that on a pod. I said, bet. So I, I didn't think anything of it. But when I went to sleep, I couldn't sleep the next day. And I woke up. It was a weekend, but I woke up at like 6.30 in the morning. And I wanted to do one line, just one line, <laughs> about men hiding behind beards. And I was like, I'm going to do the little Drake hook, and then next thing I know, I put the beat on, and I just kept going. But in the moment that I kept going, my youngest sister texted me out of nowhere. It was like, yo, we got to talk about Travis Kelsey and the beard. And it was literally like 6-something in the morning. So I'm like, she ain't never texted me this early. It's the weirdest text to get out of nowhere. And there I am in the studio recording a parody about Travis Kelsey's beard. And I was like, this is weird, which rhymes with beard. I got to get these bars off. Sometime it just makes sense. I don't know if that's just a hell of a coincidence or if that's the universe's way of telling me, that a boy, you're right where you need to be. But something in me believes that numbers and things give you signs to let you know when you're rocking, when you're in line with the universe. That's usually when good things happen for you. Because trust me, when you're not aligned with the universe, when you're not one with the uni, <laughs> it get rocky, man. It get rocky Balboa. Just don't feel right. Feel like you can't get nothing right. You know that feeling? That's when you don't want to see a coincidence. Because it's usually not a good one. So I don't know if that's a thing or not. But either way. I hope it is. This is working for me at the moment. So shout out to NSYNC and being in sync. And if I'm in sync and there are some of you out there that are also in sync, I just want to make one thing clear. I'm Justin. No disrespect to the others, but I'm Justin. <laughs> Who's next? All right, let's keep it 100. I just want the truth in everything you say. Pain inside my heart that you can't take away. Really ain't I had a moment this week, y'all. I ain't gonna front. Felt a way. It's been a while since I felt a way, but I felt a bit of a way because I was having a conversation with somebody and learned through that somebody that someone whom I've been around and has been around me quite a bit had some really negative things to say about me. And I'll be honest with y'all. When the situation came up, which I didn't ask for at all, but it just kind of got there. My first thought was, holy shit, I haven't felt this feeling in years. Like high school, college type years. 
having a whole conversation with somebody who's telling you that a person who was just in your face in recent times and didn't give you any of this energy had all of these bad things to say. It's been a while since I found myself in that position for a few different reasons. You get older, you don't run in those type of circles anymore where you deal with those types of people. Never really been much of the gossip type. Not messy, not my thing. Mind my business, stay to myself. Virgo season, Virgo gang. It's just what most of us do. At least so I thought. And I wasn't mad. However, sometimes you find yourself in these positions because you somewhat are stuck there. You have to affiliate with people for whatever reasons that you may normally never have affiliated with in different circumstances. Yet here you are. This has been a lesson of mine in the past few years of my life, a few times. Something about trying to figure out how you move in circles of people that you have to operate with, whether you want to or not. Because they're not all going to be stand-up, real, genuine, honest, any of that. So now what? I'm not the greatest at moving in those circles because I don't know how to Put on a front. It's just not my strong suit. Not who I am. It's never who I've been. I am what I am. Very comfortable being myself in every room. Just is what it is. I'm honest. I never mean to hurt anyone. If I do, I'll address it. I try to be accountable. Be self-aware. All of those things. Everybody don't care about all that. (laughs) It's just the truth, right? So you bring that to the table and you end up dealing with someone who's not exactly those things or at least doesn't find those things important. I have been around some messy people. Not by choice. Do the messiest of things and then have the most to say behind people's backs. And it always kind of baffles me because I always feel like if I'm a messy person, like if I know I've done some messy things, I'm probably not going to be the loudest person when it comes to judging other people. Because the last thing I would want is for them to judge me. But no, (laughs) that ain't the case for a lot of people, man. Seems like the messiest are the loudest a lot of the time. Wow to me. This person is a bit messy and had a whole lot to say about me, and I thought we had a better relationship, and we didn't, and that's fine. They didn't owe me that. But what I owe myself is the same advice I come on here and I give y'all week by week. Oh, got it. That's where you are. Boundaries. They're up. And I forgive you, and I'm cutting you off as well as cutting the person off who allowed you to do those things. Sometimes it's that simple. In real time. And I've gone through a cleanse. A lot of people on my social media that I didn't feel were supportive were there for good reason. Washed them out, flushed them, unfollowed. Not blocking people anymore. (laughs) Muting and moving. But just a cleanse. I feel like that's important with social media. You know, I reached out to one of my sisters the other day and I was... I'd made a joke in the family group text about the crate challenge. She had no idea what the crate challenge was. 
because she's not on social media. It's not her thing. She doesn't care. And I so envy her for that. Oh, if only I could be the person who is so not tied to social media that I don't even know what the crate challenge is. That's a beautiful thing. If I didn't, if only I could. But when you don't have that luxury, most of us don't even want it. I'm one of the few who does. But if you don't have it, you have to find other ways to kind of keep your sanity in the midst of constantly being and having to deal with social media. And so, sometimes a cleanse is necessary, and a lot of people have reached out, yo, are you going to follow me? I'm like, uh, yep. <laughs> Why? Hey, man, does it matter? You should know what you did. If you don't know what you did, then don't know what to tell you. Be less messy. More stand-up. Until then, keep putting up those boundaries. Keep flushing those people out your life. It's necessary. Who's next? I know they say everybody does it. And I guess everybody does. So maybe it's like you should never really truly be mad that somebody is talking crazy behind your back. Because I really don't get it. I don't smile in the face of the people I talk bad about behind their back. I just don't do it. Like if I'm going to be behind your back trashing you, which I'm not going to do because I'm just not that kind of person. I don't get off by trying to put somebody else down. Just never been my thing, especially if they're not there to defend themselves. Like, why are you so damn messy? But hey, I'm not here to judge anyone who that's how they choose to live. Do your thing. For me, it's just I would at least pick one. Like, if you're going to be the messy person that has all of these negative things to say, well, why are you smiling in their face like that? <laughs> hey, just don't talk to them. I don't like this person. You all wild and wild, wild west behind the scenes, but then you get in their face and it's like a, it's a handshake, hug, and kiss fest. It's a weird thing to me. Always has been. I don't get it. But I know that's how you have to move in a room full of vultures. But I will never move like that. I will smile back at you. But just know that I know. Who's next? Question of the week. One of my guys hit me up this week and he was like, yo, man, I'm at this stage in my life where I'm trying to get back in the gym. Can't find the motivation. How you doing it? You in the gym? How you getting it? And amongst my circle of guys... Few of us are in the gym, a few of us are not. It's hard. When you get to this age, you're busy, got other obligations, work, family, what have you. It's hard to get in the gym. And he started telling me a story about how when he went to the gym, he was feeling good until he got there, lost all his motivation. Say, what happened? He's like, yo, seen mad dudes in the gym ripped, throwing weights around. What am I supposed to do? Pick up these threes? And start to curl my life away and hope for something better. He's like, yo, these dudes was crazy, going crazy in there. I didn't want to be around that. And I felt his pain because I absolutely remember the moment in my life where I'd been out of shape for a while, was living. I'm not going to say I let myself go. I'm going to say I was living, all right? And I decided one day, oh, enough is enough. I want to get back to it. I want to get back in shape. And I remember that very first day in the gym, it's a public gym. There's a lot of dudes in there who should have been in Gold's gym. I don't know what they were doing in Bronze gym. Veins was popping out their arms. All kind of things were going on. And I was like, yo, damn, what am I even here for? I'm never going to look like that. This is a waste of time. I'm not picking these fives up. 
I have a headband on. I don't even know why I have this headband on. I'm picking fives up. I'm not going to sweat. But I remember that feeling of just walking into a place and being intimidated by the people who have doing the people who have been doing it longer than you, taking it a little more serious than you. That don't mean shit. So what? Everyone had to start somewhere. Everyone has a starting point. You're at yours. And I caught up to a lot of those men I wasn't intimidated by. I'm going to tell you that. was benching more than a few of them. They was walking over to me because I wasn't as big as them, but I was pushing weight. They was like, what are you taking? I was like, I'm taking my ass to the gym. Working hard. But the point in all of this is, when my homeboy told me this, I told him two things. Told him, one, what works for me is consistency. Period. It's that simple. If I say I want to go to the gym five days a week, then I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Even if I go to the gym for 10 minutes. I feel like sometimes people always feel like if they go, they got to go hard. I want to have, nah, man. Some days, yo, I got 15 minutes. But that's better than nothing. Because it's not about the 15 minutes on that day. It's about the consistency, and I force myself to go. And now I'm going to keep going. Because once you get out the flow, that's when it get real. The second thing I told them, I don't know why I remember this. And it probably was really bad advice because it's somewhat mean in a sense. But I remember it and it worked. You ever find yourself in a situation, tell your kids this if you choose, where you feel like you're going to be intimidated by the people in the room. I remember I had a coach one time when I first started playing in the summer leagues in New York with dudes that were older than me, way better than me. They were dunking. I was fresh out my own backyard playing with my own homeboys around the way. I wasn't nice like that yet. Elite. Well, I was, but I didn't know I was. I didn't have the confidence. I remember being scared to death. I can't bowl with these dudes. This is crazy. And I remember one of the coaches was like, yo, you're doing it all wrong, youngin. Like when you're in a situation like this, you never look at the guys that are better than you. You find the guy you're better than. And you just watch him, and in your mind, you just whoop his ass. <laughs> That's what he said. And in that moment, I started, like, looking around. And I found the one guy who was trash. If it was 100 dudes in there, and I was one of them, 98 were better than me. But I found the one. And I was like, oh, I got him. He's missing layups. He can't drill. I got him. And I just kept watching him, and everything he did, I did it better. And it gave me the confidence to eventually be the guy who walked into the room and didn't look at anyone because I knew I was him. But sometime, in the starting point of things, you just got to look at the person that's going to make you feel a little bit better until you don't need validation at all. I don't know if it was good advice then, and I don't know if it's good advice now. But if it is, use it. Who's that? Sick old war. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. I'm so cool, but still so hot. He's sick old war goes to homeboy who almost let his girl drown. I was watching this video, went viral, don't know who the guy is, but there was a gentleman who was caught in what appeared to be a really bad thunderstorm. It was raining. It was all kind of hurricanes going on. It was crazy. And the water was flooding the streets. I don't know where this was, but in this moment, you just see this guy trying to carry his girl in the water. He's trying to get her to safety. 
Because if you can get through this puddle, this massive puddle, then you get to the sidewalk and it's dry and you're good. You're safe. And it was like maybe four guys standing on the sidewalk. It looks like they were just minding their business, having a great time, actually. Like they weren't concerned at all with the puddle, the hurricane, tornado, thunderstorm that was going on behind them. But this dude was caught in it with his girl. And he's trying to carry her. She keep falling in the water. Neither of them can escape. And it's like a current in this water that's dragging them to the right by the second. And she's getting dragged down the current, and he's trying to catch her. He can't. He's chasing her. This guy's no Usain Bolt, and he's no The Rock. He's no Dwayne Johnson. And as she continues to float down the current with him trying to catch her, Another gentleman, one of the guys that was over there smoking with his crew, jumps in the water, lifts her up over his shoulder in a very sexual way, and walks her out of the flood. Leaves homeboy there to drift off with the current. And I said, look at this sicko. Hey, if I'm him, it's a lot of sickos in this situation. Homeboy is a sicko for lifting his girl like that. You have to see it, but he lifted her in a way where he knew what he was doing. That's sick. She's a sicko for letting him lift her. Somebody said to me, what was she supposed to do, drown? Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. You weren't supposed to drown, but you weren't supposed to let that man save you in front of me like that if you my girl. <laughs> hey, it's over. What are you going to do? How's she going to still be with him? She was floating away. That man couldn't do nothing. He's a sicko for allowing the entire thing to happen. He was sick. He eventually got out the water on his own. It was The whole situation was nasty. But my thing is, if I am him, the sicko who let his girl almost drown, if you don't leave me, I am going to force you to. Lose my number. I don't deserve you. That is just as nasty as that video I saw where the dude was walking with his girl, and it was one of those videos where they'd be like, run. run. Somebody jumped out. When I tell you, homeboy hit the little wall, climbed it and jumped over it and left his girl with Candyman. Yo, he wasn't concerned with the now. It was just later for him. And I know, you know, it's a joke. Eventually you find out, ha, 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 it's a joke. But no, you really left your girl. That part was serious. And now you're all my single ladies. Because you should leave him. Who's next? Moment of the week. I'm ready for the Goes to the Leo. Shout out to the Leos. I know what time it is with me. Every month I do a video of why I hate your sign, whatever sign it is, and it's Virgo season. Shout out to the Virgos. We in here. But before I celebrate us all Virgo season long, we have to say bye to the Leos. I've said bye to a lot of the signs right here on my podcast and time to do it again i ain't gonna lie i was motivated in a sick way because there were comments that was like oh you ain't gonna go that hard on leo's your mother's a leo i was inspired i was motivated i was like what y'all think i won't go at my mom's watch this (laughs) that's disgusting when they push you to the point where you find inspiration and thinking that you will take it easy because your mom is a leo hi mom let me be clear with y'all I did not take it easy on the Leos. But my mom is my mom, not a Leo. It's a little different, all right? I'm not talking to her 
I'm talking to you. <laughs> but with that being said, I don't think I took it easy on Leos at all. I don't think I take it easy on any of the signs. If you are a Leo, this is how I feel about all you lions. Leos can be full of confidence and full of fun. They can also be full of shit. They be lying about drama. Claim they don't like it, but always be in the center of. You know what else they be in the center of? Themselves. Self-centered as f They be like, no, I'm not, and then proceed to talk about themselves for three days straight. Love attention so damn much, every Leo's dream job is a mannequin. A Leo who hasn't found Jesus probably walks around like they are Jesus. Dominate every damn thing. You ever tried to have a conversation with one and talk about something other than themselves? Good luck. Natural born leaders, to the point where they bullies. Don't follow People, directions, nothing. They can't stand losing power. Barack Obama is somewhere losing his mind as we speak. Every Leo I know is lazy, but they'll never admit that. You ever went to the zoo and just watched a lion for 10 minutes? The laziest animal on the planet. Roaring all the damn time. They have temper tantrums and then be over it by the morning. Love themselves and love to reflect, but somehow don't love self-reflection. They'll never admit to a mistake. Arrogance at full capacity. Beyonce wrote me, myself, and I for Leo. Shout out to the Leos. Lions be lying. No, I don't believe it. I don't care. It's true. I love y'all no less. Virgo season is upon us. Reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game, feeling fucked, listening to many men on the train. Reflecting upon this the other day, when I was young, I used to never want to lose. Thought being undefeated was the only way to go. Floyd Mayweather, if you will. Never lose. Be perfect. Part of that might be... Me being a Virgo, part of that might just be me being an overachiever. But either way, I always felt like if you lost, it was a loss. Losers lose. Second place is the first place loser. And I used to think that was the only mentality that you should have. Any other mentality was pointless. Why do this if I'm not going to be the greatest at it? I still somewhat feel that way and I still approach my craft that way. But at the same time, I've realized how ignorant that statement really is. Can't want to never lose. There's so many lessons in losing. That's where the majority of the lessons are. I had a bar once where I said the best teacher is mistakes. Because you know it's miss and stakes and mistake. Don't worry about that. But at that point, I thought I was the dopest rapper on the planet. They ain't give me my credit. It's fine. But you have to lose. You have to fail. That's where you learn. That's where the character is. That's where the strength is. That's where a lot of the meat is for lack of a better term, when it comes to being great in any sense. Obviously, Floyd's situation is a little different, but in most cases, people who are great have lost. Champions have failed and have had to get back up, and that's what made them champions. Most of the people who never lose never really try. It's never any real risk. Never really tried to push the limits. We're more comfortable. Played it safe. It's easy to not lose that way. You put the game on easy, bust everybody's ass, and feel good about yourself. What have you really done? It's a much better feeling to put the game on hard when you don't even know how to play yet and let the game bust your ass. But that one victory, when you finally get there and you get the juice, it's a little different. The goal should never be to not lose because it's not about what happens when you lose. It's about what you do with the loss that ultimately will make you a winner. Just a little something I was thinking about. Who's next? Quote of the week comes from our listener of the week. Two for one. Shout out to Robin. 
And then I never say last names because I never know if y'all actually want me to use y'all last names. But you know who you are. Shout out to you. I said something last week to the extent of a lot of times when we pray, we pray for things to be easier. And you should never pray that something is easier. You should pray for strength. You should pray that you can be stronger so that you can deal with your situation because things are typically never easy, especially if you're asking for a lot. So don't pray for it to be easy. I pray that you're stronger. And this listener sent me a message that said she loves the podcast. She enjoys me on the bird show. And she was listening last week. And it made her think about the 2007 movie, Evan Almighty, in which the quote was, God speaking, let me ask you something. If someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If he prayed for courage, does God give them courage or does he give them the opportunities to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings or does he give them opportunities to love each other? End quote. And I thought that quote was fire because that's profound. Makes you think, what does he give you? Part of me does believe that he gives you the opportunities to be courageous as opposed to giving you the courage because sometimes, a lot like when you can't help a friend seize their potential or really go out here and get it, you see it. You know it's there, but at some point, they got to just do it. That's a frustrating place to be in. But we've all been there. Somewhat feel like that's kind of the same relationship that God can have with you. All right, I want these things. Well, God can't just give it to you, but he can put you in a position where you can go get it. And you got to wake up and decide to go get it. Faith without action is dead. Faith without works. So at some point, you got to realize he'll get you to the race. But your ass got to run like you've never ran before. That part is on you. Yeah, that's Shikari. I kid. As always, it's been a pleasure to share the moment with you. I appreciate it each and every time. If you're a fan of mine, I'm a fan of yours, and I thank y'all for listening. As always, till next time. Next week, bitches. Yo, sometimes these people call you for money and they be a little too comfortable. I don't like it. Y'all ever had that happen to y'all? They called me the other day. They was like, yo, can I speak to Mo? I was like, this is Mo. It was like, what's up, fam? Everything good? Like, everything is great, man. How are you? Who is this? It was like, this is Comcast. We want to let you know. Hey, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo, hey, hey, suck me in with all of this brother, brother, fam talk. You knew you was Comcast. Say that you Comcast so I could bang on you. Or whoever it is. I don't have your money right now. A little money might just get your head gas Keep it straight, but everybody got a tendency to lag Throw a couple hundreds, take the money out the bag I've been struggling, but when you're real hard, times don't last I've been moving fast, hungry for that paper and the cash Leather on my seats, wrist rolls, first class Barely trust myself, niggas turning back sad Open up your eyes, look at the road before you crash it 
You could see the pain in my heart cause it's broken I can feel the stress building up and I know it I just get the feels all up inside Then I come down from my high and then I see that shit for what it really is MTV, how you living, flexing in my crib New cameras stop rolling all alone, real as Madrid I'd rather be solo anyway to disappear I'm just trying to live, homie, make it through Type the year Type into a room, yeah. I don't fuck with none of them Money, your excuses, you gon' make a lot of one of them Them niggas in your path, do the math, I'm a sum of them Used to wanna pop me, now somehow I made a son of them Funny how times change, but people never do And it's funny, it's always people, it seem like it's never you You the one that got the drive, but it's everybody break How the hell is it your birthday, but it's everybody kick ma- Mask on, when they with you, seem like everybody fake Show they face behind your back, feel like everybody Drake I mean, I just learned that people gon' always lie and pretend What's a friend? Spell it out, you gon' just fry in the end I put gifts inside this music to give them something to play While they ain't accomplish shit, they just got something to say They just taking all my weaknesses, everything that I fear The problem ain't that they shit, the problem is that I care, fuck I got issues, baby, trust me, I got issues, baby Heart of steel, ice cold, never blinking, baby I've been thinking lately, stop myself from sinking, baby Iceberg mindset, always winter, baby I got issues, baby, trust me, I got issues, baby Heart of steel, ice cold, never